2: Yes.
3: Hello and welcome to a very happy New York talk um, We have a splendid and fantastic Saturday afternoon to talk about And then we've got another tough Tuesday to talk about as well With Wiccan Wanderers coming to New York uh, As things stand, we have a two-man podcast today We've got myself, Matt, and we've got Danny with me as well Hello um, Mick is on his way back from uh, where, uh, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium On the NFL So he may pop in and out of this As he, as he makes his way home um, But other than that you will have to put up with me and Danny for the next hour or so. As always, we're live through Facebook, Twitter and YouTube. So if anybody's watching, wants to send some comments and thoughts on Saturday's game and look ahead to Tuesday as well. Get involved um, because we always appreciate any input. Um, Danny, we all predicted on the Friday's podcast, be a close game, one 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 blah, blah, blah. It could not have heard it from the
1: truth, could it? <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, I went for one, for one No, It's like, mm, is that a bit too ambitious? You know, was winning just by a single goal. It turns out we won by three and scored four. Um, so, yeah, I think it caught a lot of people off guard, that result, because mm. like you say, we all expected a close game and at times it was a very close game. And when Portsmouth equalised, I thought, could they, you know, steal another one and, and go on with it, but then we just broadsided them and won four one. So you can't really complain, can you? No, definitely not. Definitely not. Let's try
3: and make see if he's with us. Uh Michael, can you hear us? You no,
0: know, Michael yeah, cannot right. hear us. No here, so that's hello. Really uh, <laughs> he can't
3: hear us. Uh, so that's fine. We can't hear mix our viewers. So, yeah, it was a very top sort of topsy turvy game. It sort of went twenty minutes, they were the best team, we then came into it with a better team, we then they made the mistake, and then talk about that 10-minute football in a minute because that was just special. Um, But the first goal, first 20 minutes, Danny, like I mentioned then, I think you've got to sort of get hats off to Pompey a little bit. The way they set up in that first period of time, although they didn't really hurt us and they had maybe one or two shots, which didn't really really cause any problems,
1: they set up to frustrate us and we could not get going in that first 20-25 minutes all. No, you could could tell immediately they came into the game with a game plan from the first minute, which was to, to disrupt us and keep hold of the ball and I, th- I think try and grab an early goal and, I don't know, maybe maybe sit on it, but at least try and do something that it hurt us early on. And if it weren't for a stunning save from Victor, they would have gone one, one note up because I don't know how he saved He sort of saved it with his shoulder. <laughs> um, it, the, the vlog's up on the YouTube, so if you watch the vlog, you can see how Victor saves it. But I, I don't know. He's like sort of gone down to save it, but mm. he sort of misjudged how the ball was travelling. I think it's done a deflection shoulder. on it. Yeah, he must when,
3: have I, done. when we when I watched it live, I, I didn't think anything of it. And but when you watch it from your vlog, it looks like it's took a nick off somebody, and that's mm. why. Uh, that's. He might, he, I might be wrong. It might, like I say, I might have misjudged it.
1: Yeah, um, but still, brilliant save from Victor. Mm, yeah,
3: definitely, and that, and that that was the re- only real problem, wasn't it? I mean, from that corner, they from that they had a corner which led to nowhere. Um, but the, we talked about this before. This the cowards they did see the him two or three years ago with Lincoln. They came in and that day they got the other goal. And frustrated does not killed us, just killed the game off. Um, but yeah, they we talked about again talked about post in the preview show. I was disappointed from from putting my neutral head on. I was disappointed with them. They didn't other than frustrators. We had to give them the opportunities for them to cause us problems. And if they want to be where they want to be, they're going to need to change that.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> excuse me, my voice is still sore from Saturday. <laughs> yeah. <name is>. <laughs> Um, but, yeah, I, th- I think you're right. I mean, if you were to watch it as a neutral, you could say Portsmouth is a team that is probably good in for promotion. Mm-hmm. To put in a performance like that and only score from a mistake from us, it's like, you know, you know you're know, you trying to be fearsome in this league, but you've got no bite about you. I mean, o- opening 20 minutes, they absolutely murdered us all over the pitch, but they didn't have that, that final product to go and get a goal from it. And it's like Will said on the preview show, they are a very low-scoring team, um, which could become an issue come end of the season and in terms of picking up results, because if you don't score, you're probably not going to win. No. No, definitely. Well, exactly. Yeah, well, <laughs> right. Michael uh, Owen that said you need to score goals to win football games.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like him. Uh Richard Smith says the ball was moving in the air for the Victor Chance. Um played, One way or the other. Yeah, eventually made a very, very good, good save. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, first, I watched it back, watched the game back through the eye follow, which you can do. And in, in my head, the first two minutes, I felt like we could not get a touch of the ball, and I thought they were dominant. Watching it back, mm. we still didn't put five or six passes together, but they weren't as good as I thought they were first time around. It was quite interesting watching it back. All they did was stop us from playing, which I suppose mm. could work for you. But it didn't, hurt. it didn't hurt us, and I would be frustrated as a Pompey fan. If that's where they're going to set up all season, they're not going to go because there's yep. better
1: teams than them, obviously. I'd be frustrated as a Pompey fan seeing Michael Smith score a brace.
3: Yes, (laughs) only (laughs) one for the first goal. Um, A lovely bit bit of football, to be fair. Um, Rathbone's done really well, Grigg's done well, and then a pass from Harden's just something else. And Michael Smith pops up for the time it was his ninth goal of the season. Uh, and I, I oh, you mentioned there, didn't it? I am such a big fan of Michael Smith celebrating for opposition fans
1: and the fact he used to play for him. It's just beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And I mean, he said in an interview he's got no animosity towards Portsmouth. Mm. He enjoyed his time there, but obviously the Pompey fans didn't enjoy him being there. Um, and he's come round and come good. And I think because they were giving him grief from the stands, he's done mm. what Michael Smith does and he scored and he gives it back. Mm. It was, yeah. and, 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 so and good. it pointed to his name on the back of his shirt as well which you can only see <laughs> on the highlights but oh that was brilliant it was so <laughs> funny it was it it a well worked goal accident.
2: and
3: that after that 20 minute spell we scored on whatever it were half hour mark that's when we started to come into the game before it wasn't just the goal that changed it for me it was leading up to the goal where we started playing a bit better started being a bit more composed on the ball but then that goal up to half time it was that game they went were, up were, oh, until the goal It was our game to lose, really. We we were so comfortable. You could see their spirit had been knocked off. Um, It was a pleasure to watch at times, but up until the mistake which we'll come on to for Baleza, we were were comfortable,
1: weren't we? Yeah, we were. Um, You could tell by the way we were knocking the ball around and how uh, confident we looked, especially on the left-hand side. We looked very confident going down there. And I think a lot of the players had games of their season so far I think Wilde had a really good game he seemed to be everywhere as did Rathbone and Smith um, Miller did really well um, and yeah I mean like you said the only real downside is that their goal came from a mistake but in terms of playing football we were in control of the game from probably the 25th minute onwards
3: mm. Yeah I think for me that's a fair fair assessment uh, it was just getting back. After that goal, it was then about getting through to halftime. If you can nick a goal, brilliant. If you just stay in front, because all their goal was only going to come from a mistake, and as it showed in the second half, it did come from a mistake. Um, so let's let's talk about the goal again. At the time, I was I was I obviously was Mick, and at the time, Balazs. We obviously knew Balazs made a mistake. Reg could have done better as well in the lead up to it. Reg could have come in and took the ball away, and then when Balazs took his touch. He then found himself in a bad situation because he couldn't. I don't think he could have gone back to it because Redmond was in the way. If he tries tries to put it there, that then puts puts a little bit of issue on it. Um So I'm not trying to take I'm not trying to take the blame away from Barlaser, but it, it could have helped out. um And it was just frustrating. the One of the best technical players on the uh, on the pitch, Danny, and he just has a brain fart. <laughs> <doesn't
1: he>? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean. Like, like I say, with Reg, Reg could have done a little bit better uh, in terms of being a bit more defensive, being a bit more um, defensive cover. But it, it almost seems as if it surprised everybody that Barlet's has lost the ball mm. because in that, because usually in those situations he just uh, spares a pass out to somebody and you just carry on with it. But it's the fact that he's lost it, and Portsmouth had that um, that desire going forward to equalise that they've probably worked on the counter-attack situation in training and they've gone, right, ping to him and he's had a crack at it from Edge at Box and it's gone in. Now, if if it had gone wide, you know, that, that would have been more preferable to us. Um, but in those situations, they do tend to go wide because this chance sort of comes at them too quickly mm. or they try and rush the way through it. But fair play to, um, to Harness, was it, who scored for them. Mm. Yeah. yeah, fair play to him for having... Um, the composure just to knock it into far corner. I mean, like I say, usually they go wide, so the keepers don't really have the saveable, um, the save to make in those situations. But Victor were beaten with a shot like that. So Mm. the finish you can't complain at. It's just unfortunate that Barlazer, who is one of the best on the ball players we've got at the minute, is the reason why we conceded. But as I'm sure we'll get on to a minute, he made amends later on.
3: He did, and it's a, a great reaction. Uh, straight, straight away, he, he were down on the floor just because he's so frustrated. And, and from a, point, a good point of view, that shows that he cares. It's not one of these where he's made a mistake and it's just off we go again. It, 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 it's, it's clearly important to him and the players because there were a couple... I know Victor had a go at him as, as Victor does. <laughs> um, but everybody else was sort of positive and rallying around him. And then that... That, well, that That's when the changes started happening. There was a It was a two or three minute spell down where Portsmouth seemed to grab the initiative a little bit. And it was literally two or three minutes where we just couldn't get all the ball. Whenever it came into box, it seemed a bit panicky. But again, they were panicky. But It was sort of like Pompey were going, oh my God, we've got a chance, we must do this. There were never any composure from them, even in that spell, were they? It was just, they let us have that spell. It was like in boxing. You know, if, if you've got a guy out stumbling, a good boxer finishes it. Mm. They, Pompey couldn't do that yesterday.
1: Yeah, um, I think the, um, like I said, the two or three minutes after the goal, it was just their sheer desire to try and get mm. in front and then obviously try and sit on it and defend it out. But like you say, it's like in, in boxing, when you take the big hit, it's it's the other guy's effectively job to try and win the fight. And so he just mm. tries to pummel you. But if you can ride it out and then land a few punches of your own, which we did, then that's how you see it out. But all it took were those two or three minutes. And like I say, it was a bit of a stumble for us. But mm. overall, we've just sort of steadied ourselves, got going again. And then, yeah, just took the game to him and effectively turned it back into the first half where we were just on top. Mm. Yeah, no,
3: so, that, so that, that 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 and after the goal became, when things changed and partially because of enforced substitution, Icky had to come off. Uh, I think it's a groin. Is it a hamstring injury, do we know, Danny?
1: Um, it's a groin injury. I groin think he's um, he's pulled his groin.
3: Um, so he had to come off. It looks like he might be out for Tuesday, which we'll come into the preview part in a bit. But he came off, so Chio came on on the right wing back and Harding came over to left just on Harding before we move on to the, the the action. I thought he had a really good game, Danny, both as right wing back and as left centre back. I thought it was fantastic yesterday, Harding.
1: Yeah, but I, I do. I think he played really well on, on the right side, which just goes to show that even when Chio potentially picks up an injury or is um, a bit low after international break, um, we have got adequate cover. Like We seem to have mm-hmm. got adequate cover everywhere on the pitch. I mean, like, like I said, Icky's out and there's a potential um, injury with Victor. But no one seems overly worried because we yeah. know we've got good depth to cover it. But like you say, with Harding, he, he did a job at, at right-wing back, got an assist from it as well, and um, and then did a job at left-side of centre-back. And he didn't really look out of place because he sort of knew, right, this is my new job. I need to get my head down and do it. And he did. And you can see why Warren does play him as left side or centre back because he knows how to defend in that position, but now you can also see the headache of well, why can't we play him on the right? Is it because Gio and you know they can mm-hmm. both do a job there? Um, so yeah, it's, it's another um, thing on one's mind that will probably torment him this weekend. Like, what do we do Tuesday? <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, very true. Um, on to. Well, one of the most brutal 10 minutes of football you could wish to see. Uh, starting with the first, well, Michael Smith's second goal of the game to take it to 10 to the season. Um, this one was just his desire to get the goal. Rathbone had a shot, which the keepers obviously made a mistake from. talk about ballets and make mistakes, They keepers made a worse one. Um, and it was just his confidence and his desire to, I am going to score this goal. And it, t- it took back in the goal. But it was just that is Michael Smith how he is right now. It's just superb in it.
1: Yeah, it is. And I mean, the fans who were sat around me started calling the keeper (laughs) butterfingers. Because I think it was the second time he dropped the ball, the first time he got a foul. Whereas this one, he's sort of gone to bounce the ball and it's come off his foot. Um, But yeah, like you say, the sheer desire of Smith to score, probably influenced by the Portsmouth fans giving him a bit of grief as well. But please correct me if I'm wrong, anyone in the comments, but I think it's the 1st backing goal scored at New York Stadium. I think it might be, yeah. If anybody's got any... uh
3: if, if someone's got got no. the
1: stat where where the other <laughs> yeah. goal is, please let me know. But I've never seen one. And mm. it, it's almost as if like his first go at it, <clears throat> it was really good defending from Raggett because he's just sort of mm. thrown his body at it and blocked it. But then as the ball's come out, Smith just spun round and heeled it in. And it's so cheeky <laughs> to do something like that. But <laughs> it, sort of, it sort of shows the player that Michael Smith is under us because he's got that much confidence just to even mm. try it. You know, if you've got yeah. the confidence to do it, just, just try and do it. And he has, and he scored a brace, so and put us back in front as well, which is the important bit.
3: Yeah, no, it is absolutely. It's taken up to 10 goals for the season, as we mentioned. Uh, it's now taken to 46 goals for the millers, so we're obviously, just, just below that magic 50. Uh, for all our older listeners in the list of Rodham goal scores, it takes both Ian Wilson and Trevor Womble for anybody that's interested in those kind of stats. Um, they are before my time, so I... <laughs> before, but, no, a long time before mine, yeah. <laughs> Um but yeah, so he's he's having, he's having a superb season. And I don't know what more he's one of them players that Danny, we've spoken about him a lot, and I'm struggling to find more words to fight to to justify and back, you know, back up how good he's been. But he has just been superb. There's not that's all you can say really. He's just been mm. exceptional, and he's probably the best player best striker in the league.
1: Yeah, I mean, even Danny Cowley said he's League One's best striker, which is some compliment coming from the opposition manager. Um, and I think it made it even more special that it's his birthday today as we're yeah. live doing this. And he scored a brace t- uh, the day before his birthday. Bit of a mm. shame that his wife can't go to the deep in Hull <laughs> with yeah. him and his daughter. Um, so she'll be on notice step <laughs> when mm. he gets back home. But, yeah. Um, so happy birthday, Smudge, if this somehow finds you at the training ground next week. Um, but, yeah, it, it's it's... Like you say, you can't put it really into words because it feels as though they've been said already. But he has—he's an amazing player for us. He's—he's he's come good with us, and this season's his best season in a Miller shirt. And he's—he's mm-hmm. he's getting ever so closer to that Alan Shearer shirt that Richie Barker promised him. And if you get 25 <laughs> you we're having it. And he's like Richie, you I'm do. on ten. I'm nearly there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's probably why they um, took him off, so
1: did didn't score another one. <laughs> yeah, I was a bit when he came because <laughs> I thought they could going to get
3: Attrick here, but saving for Tuesday is, is obviously more important mm. um, it, It's just compare him as well if you compare him to the last time in League One it took him until the end of January for him to get 10 goals and he's got 10 goals and we're only halfway through October so that just shows how much he's worked on his game and he deserves what he's getting there's, there's no other pay. He, he has clearly worked as, as much credit as Paul Warren and Richie Barker I'm sure deserve in terms of developing as well, he's got to want to do it and he is wanting to do it and he's shown how, how determined he is to improve himself, if it means a good end of season to a bigger and better opportunity, so be it. That's that's football, that's life. Uh, but the longer we can keep that man at our club, the, the club will be a better place for it. Let's put it that way, yeah, 100%. Um, and then, like I said, that started, I, I called it brutal, Mick called it the most devastating, one of the most devastating 10 minutes of football. It was just relentless. It was breathless. We were going to score three, four. It felt like we were going to score three, four, five, six goals. We just could, didn't look like they, they knew how to deal with the way we were playing in that spell. It was superb stuff.
1: Yeah, it was. I mean, I've called it a broadside just to have mm-hmm. a little dig at Portsmouth naval history, <laughs> but but it is as if we've in the second half after they've scored, we've just come up alongside of it and just given them all barrels that we've got. Yeah, and Smith's goal. Was cheeky and it just sort of set the ball rolling. And it's like Paul Warren said, that that's how we can be if we take our chances. Mm-hmm. And if we can be that devastating to teams who are one of the stronger teams in the division, you know, it's like if you take if you take our chances, we could be winning four one every week. I mean, that's a yeah. vast over overstatement that we are <laughs> going to win four one every week. But it just goes to show what we're capable of. But at the same time, we weren't completely on song during the game. You know, mm. I I still think we played better during the crew game,
2: in yeah, terms of in
1: terms of playing football. But but this time around, like with um, like with with uh, Wimbledon as well, when you when we take our chances, we can score three goals easily. But it's when you play really well and don't take your chances when you allow the opposition back into the game. Mm. Um, but yeah, we took our chances, and like you say, we could have scored probably seven in that second half. Uh, yeah. Because you had, you had um, Griggs' chance where the keeper just beats him to it. Mm. You've got um, I think it was Miller's free kick from the right hand side. Oh, Barlays' free, yeah, it was uh, Barlays' free kick from the the other side, which he was more or less a carbon copy of what he did against mm. Blackpool. Um, then you've got Freddie. Now we'll come to that in a little bit. I think yeah. he, he's fumbled it. Maybe he saw the offside flag. I don't know. Um, and then you've got Woods and Wiles scoring as well. So like Mick, it's it nail on devastating football. And it's just a mm. shame that it won't well, for us it were a shame it want more. Yeah, absolutely.
3: John C mentions in the comments, listen to radio Solent commentary. And they stated they didn't want it to turn into a hammering when it was four one at the time. Uh, it, it could have been more. That that's that that's that sort of sums it up when the opposition commentary. Um I sort of saying it like that. Uh, the third goal is really the, the redemption of Dan or I suppose. Yeah. Because all right, let's throw a of question marks on the defending, but that's we'll let a Portsmouth podcast question that part of it. Um the ball is stunning. And if you don't want Michael Smith on the header, you want Richard Wood on the header. And he's got his first goal that season. And he enjoyed it, didn't he?
1: <laughs> yeah, he did. I mean, when I when I saw the footage back that um it was put on Twitter, I honestly thought he was giving the bird to the Portsmouth bench because <laughs> it, it was a little bit grainy because I was on 4G and it's like is he giving the bird to their bench but he was doing his, his, his rock celebration that he does on the game <laughs> so all right. <laughs> um but yeah, but for Wood to get his first goal, you can tell he's been itching after it because when mm. he was on the podcast with us, he, he wants to score he's a, mm. a goal scoring defender if you like, um, and he has been itching after it and now that he's got it you know that that will probably give him a lot more confidence as well to be able to drift a bit further forward and to get his head on stuff more. Um, But yeah, you can tell by the, more or less the primal scream from all the fans in the North down when he scored, we all re- really wanted him to score. And now that he has, yeah. brilliant.
3: There's that video on Twitter from, I think it's Lisa Twig, who oh, also videoed it from the sponsors box. And it's just a picture, not just the Woody goal, but the crowd in the background. It <laughs> yeah. just looks spectacular. Um, yeah, it does. I'm such a what and, and the strange thing with defenders is, if you get one goal, defenders tend to get two or three more. I don't know why, but it just tends to be one of those things. He hadn't scored in a while, uh, Woody, uh, and he, he couldn't miss. To be fair, <laughs> he missed, everyone everything been fuming because he, he, he couldn't believe his luck that they were so unmarked. Um, yeah, it was very, very good. Let's go through some comments before we come on to Wilesy because we need to need some time to talk about him, don't we? <laughs> um Jamie says really thought we would miss Crooksy this season, but Rathbone is just going to be so much better. Yeah, absolutely. Rathbone has been superb. Yeah. Um Charleston, I think this is about the Smithy one. Instead of the time it was a dirty goal. We don't score those. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah. very um Adoc says, Told you before if he keeps scoring, I'll be gone smudge smudge. Um then. Or should I say, before it happens, Walker could do a lot of us looking at Cole Stockton, uh, all hypothetical, as he says, but let's hope it doesn't happen. Uh, yeah, that's probably a conversation for the other day, but yeah. Mm. Uh, annoyance with us a bit late tonight. We won a game yesterday. It was the first time in a while, and we were brilliant second half. The only downside was the lino on the family stand. <laughs> uh, we'll come on to the referee. We'll talk on to the official's <laughs> performance later on as well. Because mm. to take some, take some talking as well. I'm glad Mick's not here for that bit. Uh, <laughs> Um, and then the final nail in the Portsmouth coffin was Ben Wiles's goal. Um, before we talk about Ben Wiles, the work by Mikel, you mentioned Mikel Miller earlier, the work by Mikel Miller to set that goal up was fantastic. And he's showing he's, he's getting his chance and he's showing what he can do in keeping
1: other players out, out of the team, yeah, 100%. And I mean, it's, it's it'll be a fun battle in training between Miller, Boller, and Ferguson uh, <laughs> as to who as to gets on that left side because Miller's got he, he's like, um. He's a little bit like Chio when he first came to the club, mm. but on the opposite side. Because Chio was, he had the pace, but he didn't really have the direction when he first came. It's like when he played mm. against, oh, who did he make his debut against, Were it Peterborough? Uh,
3: it was somebody like Oldham or somebody, like, I think.
1: And, anyway, yeah, was, yeah. He, came, he came on and you could see, Rick, it might have been Tram here. Anyway. Mate, you know, might have my right, yeah. Yeah, he he came into the side, and you could tell he had pace to burn, but mm. he couldn't really find that um, that football inside to it. And I think Miller was the same, and that's why I think the loan to Northampton's helped him because it's shown him how to direct the football more rather than just having the pace. Mm. Um, and he's going to show this season because I think it's his second assist this season. Um, if we were here, he'd tell me. Um, but yeah, I think it's his second assist, and it's a brilliant assist because he's worked really hard with his pace. But he's shown the football side of it, got the ball into the box. And I mean, credit to Wales, his touch um, to set himself up and then banging it into the opposite corner. Great stuff. But mm. it was created by Miller on that left hand side. So, again, Warney, if you're listening or anyone from the management team is listening to this, good luck. with sorting that left side out. Good job.
3: No, exactly. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, you are right. It was Tranmere. He made his debut against <laughs> the first of August, twenty nineteen. Was his first yeah. game. I think he got injured at the end. Way. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it all looking at to get the save from the from the keeper uh, in the second half. Uh, keep, the keepers were at fault for one of the go- one of the goals, and as as met a couple of students and said had a busy, very busy afternoon there. Keeper. I
1: know yeah, he's only yes. a young
3: kid, uh, but he's got he's going to be very busy if that's will. We, West Wales, we keep keepers busy, don't we? Mm. Um, Ben Wiles, I even mean, the his performance over with a goal, which was his fourth goal of the season. Uh, I know it's fairly early on his career, but it's so far he's already his highest scoring season so far, um, being the last time in League One. Um, you mentioned the goal, Danny. It was superb. It was he turned from nowhere onto his weaker foot and mm. buried
1: it. It was just oh, that guy gets better and better every game, better and better and better. Yeah, he does. And I mean, it, it's it's a testament to the management team as well. They've taken the guy mm-hmm. from the academy and granted in the championship, he was played at left-back, but because Wiles has that, um, that love of the club and that ability to adapt, that's why he mm-hmm. was seen as a bit of a utility player. But this season, now we've got adequate cover more or less in every position. It just goes to show how good he can be when he's played in the advanced midfield position. And like I say, four goals this season, more than every other season he's played in combined, and he's, he has. You can see why they say from training he's going to go on to do brilliant things and possibly mm. play at the highest level. And now we're starting to sh- uh, starting to see it, which is unfortunate because other clubs always start to see it as well. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, the, the goal to say he's took a touch, turns, and then like I say, he's weaker foot through two defenders. It's like. Yeah, he, you know, wow, so. all yeah. wow.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely, and their keepers had a good game in shot stopping. He's obviously had other issues, but to, to beat the keeper when he's in that sort of shot stopping form was was obviously very impressive. Mm. Um, it's it was oh, a bit more a bit more on him, I suppose. He's just he didn't start the season amazing. He has had his problems. I think Barley's are coming in has helped him because we're not asking him to sit. But Ben Wiles is clearly the best position for me is a bit further forward. And I think Laser helps that. Barlaser will sit in there. He can ping it around, you know, quarterback it a little bit. But they, they, those two complement each other. It's a little bit like Laser and Crooks. Mm. Barlaser gives him that little bit of security to say, right, you can go and do what you want to do. I'll sort of cover this area of the pitch without taking anything away from but I don't think Laser loses anything by doing that. Whereas if you ask Wiles to do that job, I think you take away from Wiles' game, don't you?
1: Yeah, I think so. And I think Barlazer... Uh, his game is to just sit a little bit behind the uh, the advanced two midfielders, ping it ping it around, play some good balls. Have an absolute wild foot when it comes to free kicks, um, and yeah, be our um, like Warner says, be our quarterback in a sense. Mm. And I'm sure Mick and Ben will like that one after they've been to the American football. (laughs) Uh, But Barley does operate as our quarterback, just slightly behind the advanced midfielders, which will be Wiles, Rathburn or Lindsay when he comes back. And it just seems to suit the players we've got. Like I know people have their issues with the 3-5-2 and all that, and it does have its disadvantages. But for the midfields options we've got, it's the best thing because you can play an advanced line of four if you can include your wing backs, and then our bar are just sitting slightly behind them, and it works. Mm. And, and as we've seen, yeah. it's, it's worked really well. Um, speak, speak of the devil.
2: <laughs> hello,
3: Ben. Hello.
1: Ben's here hello, Ben. I think Mick with there as well. Bear with me, Mick. Can you hear
3: us? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, I can hear you, mate. Yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, as you can tell, Mick's voice is knackered from game yesterday. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Oh, boy, slightly
0: hoarse after that yesterday,
3: yeah. Uh, thank you for joining us. We'll sort of set the record that Ben didn't go to the game yesterday. He is a London boy. But I assume you've watched the goals, Ben.
4: Yeah, yeah, I watched goals. Super. <laughs> <Really
3: good. laughs> um, Mick, we'll talk about that 10 minutes of spell of football while you're with us. <laughs> you, might, you might drop back out. And the background noise is Nick at a service station. minutes interesting. interest. That's one KFC, mate. Mm. What are
0: you having? I don't know yet. I ain't going in yet.
3: Right, so, if you um, hear oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Mick Mick, the that's 10 that's minute that's spell that's of football. That spell of football was just. We talked about this last time we got promoted. We had a similar spell in one of the games. I feel like we could do this a bit more, but it was just unplayable. I don't think any team in this league could have put up wheels in that five to 10 minute spell, could they?
0: I think we talked, and, uh, you know, we, we, yeah, we talked about it just beforehand. You um, know, yeah, talked about it just beforehand. Where we said that we, we felt like we got another gear, and then they brought Chia on, and all of a sudden, it was just devastating. It was devastating for that ten or
3: fifteen minutes, and, and they just couldn't live with us from that point on. Really, could they? Hmm. No, definitely not. Uh, ben, we were just talking about Ben Wiles uh, before you dropped, before you came on. Uh, the goal itself is. How, how well it take, uh, It's turned on nothingness. Uh, and that guy is just getting weak and weak and better and better. It's he, just a pleasure to watch. I mean, you know, I don't know what it looked like. I don't know what it looked like in real life.
4: But on the highlights, it was like. What? Like, is, how, where's it gone? Because it looked like he <laughs> was going to get blocked and he was going to get a rebound. So I knew he scored. Yeah. But I just thought he was going to get like. it's just. I don't know. Um, it was left foot as well, if I remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's crap, isn't it?
2: <laughs> I don't know why he's still playing for All oh, that nice. sticker again
4: at start of the season. Yeah, listen, that's football fans play it. Um, it's amazing. It's always been amazing. Um, I mean, three bad performances <laughs> doesn't make you a bad player. I don't know if Nick's laughing at me or someone at the service station. Well, um, yeah, it's three bad just bad performances a
1: salad from KFC, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs>
4: But yeah, three bad players doesn't make you a bad uh, three bad performances doesn't make you a bad player. And um, mm. I went with the game obviously, but part of Mick Mick were raving about him. Mm. And we've always seen what he what he can be. I mean, even the game I can't remember who it was against when he played in Cup his first two games. Well, who first, who game was ever. Against. Yeah, first game ever it was what, against, years ago, five years
3: ago. It was against it was yeah, against Chesterfield. We had a right were against, game. It had was a right Superb, yeah. I did, yeah.
4: Uh, and, I mean, he's, yeah, he's just Mr. Reliable, I feel like. I think he's, yeah,
3: quality. I'm so glad he's ours. For now. <laughs> For now. <laughs> yeah. We can clear think, him, can't we? Yeah, well, that's it. it. It will always be Rotherham. You know, he, he, he's from Rotherham, he's a Rommash boy. Um, he's ours. Uh, Stephen Anderson's with us from All the Miller's from the Romash Chit Chat Group. Thank you for joining us, Stephen. Um for me, Danny was man at match. I, I think I think Smith ended up winning it. But Wiles it was, I know Smith has got the goals, you I understand why you've given it him. Wiles it was, we've talked about him a couple minutes ago. It's just what you want in a, in a midfield player.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, there were a few candidates for man of the match, like smudge because of his brace. Um I, I think I think they give it smudge because of his birthday. Um. <laughs> yeah. good <laughs> yeah. birthday? Yeah, it's his birthday today. It's birthday today. Yeah. Oh,
4: that's a great day, that like, not it? Scoring a goal,
1: team. Yeah. But yeah. it, 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 it went to Smith, but you could have had Wiles, Miller, Harding, um, anyone. But like you say, I think Wiles edges it in terms of our thought process just because of the work he's put in for the full ninety minutes. It's just what you want from the engine of the team, and and then also to back a goal, you know. It'd be fair play to Ben, yeah.
3: No, absolutely. I don't know if Mick can hear us if Mick's still with us. Uh, and we're asking about Rathbone, it's well, probably ordinary KFC. Um, he doesn't appear to be able to hear us, that's fine, Ben. Uh, Daniel, you were a game last year about Rathbone. Uh, it's just as we talked about it on the first goal, it was crucial to that because he's not not willing, not unwillingness to give up the ball. Um again it, it's said about Wiles it's something about being the defend the midfield you need
1: Rathbone you need somebody like Rathbone in your team to do that job yeah it's, it's like we said before uh, Mick and Ben came on <clears throat> uh, we all thought we'd have a bit of an issue in midfield without Crooksy but mm. we seem to have got Rathbone in for what feels like an absolute steal
2: does, and
1: yeah. <laughs> and he's just sort of just took the, the torch and carried it on but he's like the, like the, the exact opposite of the you know Crooks was massive mm. And, and could knock a footballer out. But Rathbun's quite small, but he can run forever. You know, he, he, I swear sometimes it's about six or pitch, because you'll see him over this side, and then he's suddenly over here. And it's like, he's got a teleporter in his pocket. He's nicked it from Nick and Morty and just teleports about the pitch. Um, but yeah, but I think overall, I think Rathbun was a little bit off his best over, yeah. overall. But if that's him off his best, and he's still an exceptional footballer, no issue with it at all. Hmm. Yeah,
3: I think that's I think that's fair. Um, we had Mick, we now have lost Mick. Mick, are you with us? I'm still here, yeah. I'm still with you. Excellent. I, I think um
0: an argument to, an argument to say that Rathbone is probably a oh. better player than, uh, than Crooks. He offers you more. I think he gives you more. Mm. Um, he certainly gives <laughs> a lot harder work. And he offers a goal threat as well.
4: Before we go on, I thought you were going to say there's an argument at KFC. That's why I started <laughs> laughing. That's what I thought you were going to say. They
1: run out of chicken. Yeah. They're
3: arguing. Right run out of chicken again. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Yeah, it's 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 an exciting time to be a Rodham fan. It, it, it sound, I, I'm reluctant to say it because I feel like I'm getting ahead of myself. But this team it can be if you want, mate. <laughs> <laughs> As long yeah. as you film it, mate. Yeah, exactly. Turn your <laughs> camera on and we'll watch it. Um, I've looked to say, because I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, and in May this gets clipped, Danny, but this team looks like they're on the verge of something special. They've got everything you want. If you could design a football team, you want a solid keeper, you want a, a very solid centre-back, who you've got in Woody, you want a youngish centre-back who's got a bit got a bit of him in Reg, you've got Icky there as well, you've got a midfield three that currently played yesterday, which is a midfield three you want. You want pace out wide, you want a big man who could score, a season goal scorer next to him, Will Grigg, and squad depth. It, we've got everything we need on paper and and 12 games in it, whatever it is. We've got everything we need to push for both, well, effectively, the title, as things stand.
1: Yeah. And I think a lot of people who were pegging us for, you know, or upwards of 10th, me included, like <laughs> upwards of 10th would be good. But I think that's because, um, League One looked so difficult. Again, mm. on paper, it looked really difficult. But to see how this squad has come together and how well they're gelling, <clears throat> I mean, there's no argument against us going for the title. I mean, it sounds insane to say something like that when we're 12 games in. Mm. But on the counter side, why not? You know, why, why can't we push on and try and do it? I mean, this is one of our strongest, uh, if not one... If, if Start again, put my teeth back in. It's one of our strongest starts to a third tier season, and I think it's our strongest ever start under the League One label. Yes. And and, and and you know, and it's like the other strongest seasons that we've had in terms of similar points haulage to games, we've we've won promotion from those seasons as well. We've won promotion from seasons with, with lesser points haulage. And we are mm-hmm. a team that starts a season slowly. Mm-hmm. And if this if this is us starting our season slowly, heaven forbid what's going to happen in December and January. Yeah, and it, you know it would be yeah. nice to add an act-trick of third division titles I think that's what we should go for make it a third one <laughs>
3: <laughs> why not the last time we started this well at third tier level was uh, by my records it was 1950-51 uh, where we started this well and we ended up winning the title uh, that season was that good uh, season mate <laughs> 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 listen
0: there's a long way to go yet. a long long way to go let's not get ahead of ourselves
4: I didn't, the, the- I didn't. Didn't you
3: play in that season, mate? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was injured, mate. I was injured that season. <laughs> God. Um, but on, on this, Ben, it's it's how teams it's how teams react when things aren't going well, and we're not. We're, we are going to have a spell where things don't go well. Just we might we're going to have a run of games where we don't win for five games. Even if you win league, that's going to happen, and that's the sign of a of a, of a, of a a team that gets promoted. If we do lose two or three, it's how we react then that is going to be the key factor in our season. Well, what, what happens with champions is you, have, you don't necessarily lose
4: games. You have a spell of six, seven games where you have really bad performances, but you still mm. find a way to get something from that, whether it be a draw or a win. That's always what champions do. They'll play crap, get absolutely battered and get a scruffy corner goal in last minute to win the game. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's just what champions do. So yeah, I mean we've always been a team that's been underdog. So I don't see any prob I don't see any I don't foresee any problems coming when things don't when things don't go to plan. Because when do things go to plan? <laughs> um but yeah I mean whatever. Um this team is unreal. We said it I was speaking to Mick I, or I don't know who it was. Like, three, four years ago, two years ago, it was like, this team could be best team i have ever seen or one of the best teams. And now we've, now we've got Will Grigg, who's an established goalscorer. I hate that term. But an established goalscorer, Chio, who's just Gio, and he's ours. Wiles and he's ours. Smith and he's ours. Johansson and he's ours. ours. Like, what else do you want? Like, we've got best team in division for me. By a mile.
3: I hate, I hate this. I'm getting excited just talking about it. I'm just getting giddy thinking about it, and I know it's going to probably get me heartbroken again, as we always do as Rosden fans. But you can't argue this. This is the thing with these conversations, Mick. You can't argue anything Ben's just said. That's that's how things are right now, isn't it?
0: Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent it is. But but we're 12 or 13 games in. You know, we've got a long, yeah. long way to go. Yeah, and we've got to just keep our feet on the ground. He's absolutely right. There's, I, I've not seen anybody in this division that can come close to us at the moment. That can even touch us but it's early goals, um, and somebody will at some stage. Like Fleetwood proved to us a, a few weeks ago. You know? So um, it's, it is what it is. We've just got to keep our heads down. We've certainly got enough quality to, uh, to to finish well and truly in promotion spots in this division, but it's a long way to go yet.
3: Yeah. No, and it just... Uh, let's go through some more comments uh, Liam McGarry thinks thought Miller was very good yesterday I uh, got some great crossing and would consider keeping him in the starting 11 yeah the only person that gets in, in front of him is possibly Ferguson but as Liam McGarry comes in again uh, he thinks he needs to pace out wide with Joe Miller he likes Ferguson uh, but Miller uh, seems to work much better yeah Ferguson relies on his trickiness doesn't he he, he relies on going back and trying to beat the man and, and twisty and turn he's not as quick as Miller there's two good options to have. Two very good options to have. Um, Brian Vernon backs up our chat on the midfielders. thinks the best midfielder we've had for years. And it would give a fair few championship midfield run for their money. Yeah, I think that's probably right. Ardak, uh, Mick thinks that can't compare Crooksy and Rathbone. they do different things in the team. Both are what they do. He uh, wish we were like Crooksy and Rathbone together. I mean, yeah, I suppose. Yeah.
1: Couldn't like that be wise, that size difference, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would,
3: <wouldn't> it? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> the, so the thing is, the thing is about quite if if Rathbone adds goals to his games, which he can, because we got shot yesterday, then he, he he is we we are asking to play further forward than we would ask somebody else to play. So there are there are comparisons. Um I, I know they are different, but there are certainly are comparisons. Um John C, Mick, get your feet off the ground and start flying. Come on, Mick. Get carried away in the excitement. I agree, John. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, yeah, cheers,
0: John. I'll do that, mate. I'll do that. In the meantime, I'm gonna sit here and eat my KFC and listen to everybody else.
3: So <laughs> keep going, boys. Okay. All right, thank you very much. What you got? Well, mate, let us know what you when you got. you got. Let us know when you're done. Oh yeah, what you got? Uh, just uh, a standard
0: chicken burger and and chips, mate. What kind oh, of? No, the do you bang, mean, they don't just do chicken
3: burgers. Yeah, do I
0: don't know. It's just a burger with chicken. A chicken burger with I
3: don't know. It's, k- see a bit. it's KFC. It's obviously <laughs> going to be a chicken burger. <laughs> sorry, sorry, everybody. John um, S. It's, it's a Portsmouth fan. Portsmouth Rotherham band in Portsmouth. Uh, we're having oh, a great wow. old time uh, down there. I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I can see why. Uh, <laughs> he's getting funny walks, rocking and Pompey. In his in his rather in his Rotham scarf. Get me words. He'll right. will
1: have sour grapes thrown at him soon. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Any other points or topics you want to cover from the Portsmouth game before I move on to not quite the weekend game, but any other any other topics. I think I've covered most of it. I think we've covered almost every single player, to be honest. Um
1: all, all, cool. all I'll say is we seem to win the third division every thirty years, and it's been thirty years since the last one, so we do one.
3: We Are due one, it'll be 31 won't it because it's 22 will yeah. win in, so we are yeah. overdue ones. we are overdue,
1: yeah. Would so. you want it. It's like when they say about um, when we do big storms, it's like, oh, would you want for every 400 years? And would you want it? It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm the third Division League titles as well. Would you want, <laughs> <one? laughs> yeah? Um, the
3: other big news from this sunny ass. Less than sunny Sunday afternoon, actually. Um, Stuart Marsh brings up the topic of what are the chances of the BBC game, of BBC being on telly for the Bromley game? It would like a bit of national coverage. Uh, the and so on, it would be nice as well. Uh, tea bags last, lasted longer than the cup than we normally do, on some stew. Uh, yeah, Bromley have been drawn the task of coming to New York Stadium. Um, in after a a week's time, it's a mm-hmm. home tie. Uh, on the weekend of the 6th and 7th of November is when when it's been drawn to be played. Um, uh, To answer the question about TV, I would be amazed if it's on telly just because we're at home. Uh, If we were away from home, I think it would be nailed on being on telly like the Solihull game was two years ago, but I don't think this would be uh, on television.
4: That was two years
3: ago. Yeah.
4: Wow. You weren't even doing this podcast
3: back then, Ben. Was that before COVID? Pre-COVID 2019, yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. God, yeah, 2nd sec-
1: of December 2019. I remember it mm. well because I uh, smuggled <laughs> my whiskey flask onto the
3: bus <laughs> that we were on. Fantastic. We, we didn't go to that game. We couldn't go to a Monday night game. And because they moved it from a Saturday, I'd love to go to Solihull. And then we had to watch it on telly, which I weren't too bad either, to be fair. That's you might bad. have
1: seen me on the telly then because I was <laughs> nearly over at Barry when we scored half of
3: <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it's not a bad draw, to be fair, Ben. Uh, for me, at this stage of the tournament, Home tie, non-league club. Off we go.
4: Uh, I mean, yeah. I don't really want to play. Like, I don't want to. What I don't want to do yet is get through to the third round, get, um, get I don't know, Bournemouth away or some oh, yeah. or Southampton away. Like, not a very good away day, guaranteed loss. It's like, what's the point? Because for me, it just wastes Mm. three games. Like, like, I'm looking long-term. Like, it just doesn't make sense for, for you to try and waste players. Because, yeah, it's a game and you want to win 100%. But if you're looking at a manager's perspective, why would I want to win this game? What benefits do I get? fifty grand or ten grand from for prize money like that's what it is on football manager I don't know what it is in real life. I think it's about but, twenty uh, grand for the for the more anymore. I mean if you I'll, want to have a look it, to, to if you want twenty grand take it but for me it's uh give, give some gr- Grattan is that his name
1: Southern it's Hill Or yeah.
4: them give all them ninety minutes or eighty minutes. Give Woody five minutes or something, you know, just to keep him
3: fresh.
4: But that's you what get, it does, get... I suppose. It, it,
3: it, it gives you a chance to rest the players. Woody, I wouldn't play Woody in those games because it gives him a week or two off. Mm. Um, it, I think it comes up around the international break as well. The international break is is scheduled to be the week after the FA Cup. Another, another
4: international break.
3: Another international break, international break yeah. yeah. Start um, one. So, at, so after, the, after the Sunderland game on the 30th, Although, when's the Charlton game been rearranged for Danny? Do you know? Uh,
1: 2nd of November.
3: So, after the second after the Charlton game on the 2nd of November, we're unlikely to have another league game until the, until the 20th of November. Yeah, cause,
1: uh, cause, so cause, I mean, the Shrewsbury game is going to get called off. Yeah. It's actually nailed on into.
3: Well, Chio's going to get called back up, isn't he? Shane yeah, called. Keo, he will and you you is. Ferguson probably will. Yeah.
1: yeah. Chio scored, didn't
3: he? He did. <laughs> no, it. scored header. Ridiculous.
4: Leaping header.
3: Yeah. Um, so. FA Cup first round winners get twenty two and a half thousand. FA Cup second round winners get thirty four thousand, and then if you win in the third round, you get eighty two thousand. So it's helpful money, but without wanting to sound too sort of greedy, we're in a quite a good position. We don't need a hundred yeah. grand. It'd be nice if somebody said here's hundred grand. We're not gonna say no, but that wouldn't it? Wouldn't be worth ruining our season if it did ruin our season. I don't think it would. Well, you never um, know, do you? Go you, you know, bring Smith on
4: five minutes, tears ACL. I know that's we imagine possible, yeah. worst case possible, but you never know, do you?
3: No, so. that's true. That's very true. As our mentions, Bromley are doing well the nationally. They're very similar in t- to that in terms of Solihull. Solihull we were up there around the time we played them. Well, last time I checked, Bromley we were around fifth uh, in the league. So it'll be an harder
1: game than people expect. I think. Yeah, it will. We, yeah. won't, we won't walk Bromley. If we were to win, it would be by a couple of goals because they will put a fight in, 100%. It's similar to the one, that pe- people, yeah.
3: people hear the name and they aren't a Football League name, so you assume you're going to batter them. Whereas if you got Stockport, for example, people think, oh, that's their Stockport, then they might be tough. But <laughs> this is probably going to be a tougher game than Stockport, for example. Mm. Um, Stockport in Football League? used to be. Yeah. They are pretty successful young. as well. I think I'm too young for that. We played them at Don Valley. So you were there. If you said
4: said Hartlepool, then I or, uh, or, um, Carlisle. No, not Carlisle. They're both in football. Who am I thinking of? No, who am I thinking of? Who am I thinking of? This
3: is what you have your (laughs) arm for, Ben.
4: I'm thinking of someone else. I'm thinking of someone who went to the football league and had come back.
3: There's loads. Uh, what are you thinking Pepe Lacy? Who I spoke to for for their for the Portsmouth channel. We both predicted one one as I picked on this show on on Friday. It was we at one point. It. it was at one point. So I'm claiming some yeah. sort of victory for that. Uh It was also one nil. So when you picked one nil, you get you know I'm sure that, I'm sure the bookers would pay off a little bit if you winnings if you just it was at one point one 0 I'm sure that's how it works. Um. Danny, opinions on Freddie when he came on uh, from Harvey. but last point on the, on the previous game. I thought he did okay. I thought his work was okay. I know he fluffed his chance, but the work was there for the most part.
1: Yeah, I think the, the main downside was that he fluffed his chance, but I'm crediting mm. that to him seeing the flag go up because he was positioned to see where the flag was. So if you've seen flag go up, you're obviously not going to try and rifle it in. You're just going to just sort of swing your leg at it because you've got the momentum. Um but in terms of work rate, big improvement from Freddie. Um I think I think I got it on, on camera in the vlog. There's this one moment where Portsmouth are trying to break away down the right hand side and Freddie just comes in, just barges him straight off the ball. And it's like, yes, that's what we want to see. We want Freddie to be physical, but also to press the ball, which he did um in front of the cop end as well. So in terms of work rate, Freddie did really well. It's just a shame that he didn't bag or had a clear cut chance. But you know, it'll come to him. And it's getting to the point now where you're starting to will him to score because you want him to. If you, if you see yeah. that work weight from him, you just want him to score now.
3: Mm. I know that's the last point on the game, but I suppose we can't I mean, we can't talk about the game. We aren't talking about good old George Hurst coming on. Um, obviously, you weren't better then, so I can't ask you about it, Danny, but he's not changed, has he? Bless him. No. <laughs> well, Mick's back with us. Mick, go on. George Hurst. Um, yeah, it just quite amused me. that The first thing
0: he did when he came on was took, took Richard Wood out in midair um, yeah. in an attempt so to try and himself on defence. Um, and then never touched ball again. <laughs> <laughs> because Wood just yeah. took him out again. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's got a lot to learn as, um, as George Hurst. A lot, lot to learn. I think he would be, be a decent player. Um, you know, at League Two. At what, League what level? League Two, will? lower end yeah. League One level, potentially. I just don't mm. think he's got it to be much higher than
3: that. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Bless him. He, try, he tries. That's all. You, that's literally all, all. the only positive you can give him. Which I'm is just, not very
1: good. I'm just glad like, Wood floored him afterwards. I said
3: this to make. As soon as he did that to Woody, you could see Woody go over to Reg. and yeah. he, They were talking about it. And for, for me, Woody's saying something along the lines of, right, cover me, because I'm going <laughs> to dive in on the next one. And he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just going to go, hey, watch this, watch this. Bang. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I can't believe it, that to Richard Wood. That's crazy. It's like the whole wolf in the wild thing. Like The, the young pup has come to assert his dominance <laughs> on the alpha male and get, gets a good batting on him but then the alpha just goes, no. <laughs> <and> <laughs> <Yeah. nothing else.">
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it, yeah. Beppe um, Lacey back on, from Portsmouth. He had an eight-hour day's travelling, lost 4-1 and didn't bring his coat on oh, a very God. cold Saturday afternoon. Well, it was uh, cold. Find, we It was quite cold. Yeah. Uh, if you want any Portsmouth reaction for this, go follow Pepe Lacey on on Twitter. You'll see his, he does. I spoke to Michael last week. So any any information about if you want to see their side of things, go over there and have a look. Because uh, I think for the most part they've been quite positive. Certainly Daniel Cowley was. Um, oh, you Owen know, Ob when he, he, we've mentioned, this, but when when Albany came on, thought the game changed. we got pace to burn. Need to get him a new contract. I yep. say, uh, we will leave it too late and lose a few in the summer. I, Pretty confident he has a extension
1: clause, at least yeah. a one year extension clause. Um, but so this moment we... from the FA Cup, cool, we can start dishing it out going, just sign a new contract and we'll give you this bonus.
3: Yeah. No, absolutely. Um Josh Smith, uh, best moment was when Wilesy outmuscled their play off the ball and their player <laughs> retaliated by picking him up and attempting to throw him.
1: <laughs> yeah, it turned yeah. into
3: rugby for a minute then. It did. Yes, it was uh, a very, very good day. Um, we've got a couple more on FA Cup ones. John C wants Newcastle in the third round. That will be hilarious. Uh, on Newcastle, I think we should point out that obviously there was a fan that was taking ill at the game in Newcastle today. Another reminder of why um, the defibrillators are a fantastic thing to have at football grounds. So hats off to the, the medics, the physios, and the players as well. The players were superb. by yeah. pointing out to the referee the issue that was going off in the stand Um and I know this. This is completely off topic, but by all accounts, the fan is doing all right, and that's that's fantastic. That was really is great Newcastle? news. It was at Newcastle, yeah. Um, we could it probably focus on the game. It a home end, yeah, I,
4: yeah. I was going to say because away end, like
3: well, did the helicopter to yeah, get there. Yeah,
4: exactly. <laughs> glad he's away end. Yeah. Um, so let's move forward. We have right, Wickham. but I need to go because I've got some stupid college work to do because uh, college decided to be college so, so
3: okay it was pleasure to have with you for the 20 minutes we'll maybe see you again soon I suppose
4: yeah I got to train at Tottenham Stadium by
3: the way but gonna that out there. are you going to leave that and then leave or are you going to talk, the army Isn't it? it was
4: that was amazing I got to use the changing rooms and then um, I took a slash where Harry Kane took a slash <laughs> Dried, we're then, we're dried, hands where, dried, dried my hands where Song's dried his hands before. And I got, I taped, up, to... I got taped up on the, the, like the training
3: table. table. Would table. you like me to ruin what you just said? The footballers and the NFL have a different changing room. No, they don't. Yes, yep, they, do. they do. No, they don't. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the NFL ones are huge, aren't they? They're yeah, absolutely they ridiculous. They, if, if, you, if you watched uh, All or Nothing, the Spurs documentary... The dressing room—it's just like a circular thing. It's—it's it's relatively oh. small, so oh. you didn't. Well, well, I had one where oh. the NFL played. Um... Yeah, yeah, I'll do. Can't believe you just moved along moment.
4: that map. Not... I know. I can't believe you can't moved my moment. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sorry, man. Oh, God. Anyway, sort uh, of. Yeah, I need to. Yeah, I need to
1: go. Uh <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, well, let's change the picture. Uh, I yeah, we're going to say something else about that dressing room. I, I took. Uh, where's this going? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, On to Wickham. By far the hardest
3: match against Wickham coming up, and we want to see a win, uh, but see a defeat. All hopes is wrong. Uh, Mick, I was hoping you would be with us for the pre- <laughs> Wickham preview, so you could say something that upsets Wickham fans and uh, like Sheffield Wednesday fans, because um, I know you like their time wasting tactics.
0: Oh, I love I love watching Wickham play football for the 13 minutes out of the 90 that we actually got the ball in play yeah Um, it's going to be a nightmare it's going to be a difficult game it's going to be a difficult game because they're going to make it a difficult game Um, like I say if the ball's in play for more than 20 minutes out of the 90 um, we're going to be very lucky so we've got to make it count we are a much better side than they are a much stronger side so uh, it's going to be difficult but yeah we we need to we should be able to uh, have enough to overcome them I think
3: yeah, it's it's going to be tough. They they're going to want to play one way, Danny, and they want to frustrate us. We, Portsmouth did it for a little bit. Wickham are better at that, and they, I think they will be probably if if their team's going to be more successful against us, it's probably going to be Wickham.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the last time we played him, the ball was in play for thirty-eight minutes out of the whole yeah. ninety, so we didn't get a full half of football. Um, but I think this is where our pace would come into it, like we say about keeping. I can't remember whose comment it was, but someone said about keeping Miller in the side. I agree, um, mm. because the way we play around Wickham trying to frustrate us is by having the pace on the wings, and probably just playing old-fashioned football, out wide to fast ones, balling tip mixer, someone get your head on it and we'll score. And I think that is probably the way we'd break Wickham down. And as mm. we've shown against Portsmouth, we've got pace out wide, we've got Smith, Woods, Grig, even Freddie and Chio, who can get their head on it. Um, So yeah, I think that's how we play around Wickham. If we apply that correctly, we'll win. But if we allow Wickham to play too much the way they want to, then they'll probably nag a goal like last time.
3: Mm. Yeah, a couple of stats. I've just literally flicked over to Twitter to have a look. Tom Hancock, who is a journalist for Wickham. uh, A couple of interesting stats, really. Uh, Wickham have scored the most goals in the opening 15 minutes in League One this season with seven. Uh, and the highest proportion of overall goals we've won all four, go- won all games in which they've scored early, and that's the key part of that game plan, making it really. If you're going to be frustrating and going to upset people, you have to get that early goal. If you don't get the early goal, then the, the frustration game is not really going to work. But they clearly are getting those early goals. They are, but
0: again, like we said with other teams, who have they played so far? You know. Um, who have they beaten? I, I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. It might be they've beaten Sunderland, Wigan, and you know whoever else. Um, but have we'll have to wait and see, won't we? We'll have to wait and see. If they if they do get that early goal, then so be it. But I still think that we're going to have enough enough to um, to beat them.
3: Yeah, they've they've drawn with Wigan, lost to Sunderland, drawn with Oxford, lost to MK Dons twice. but one of them were in the cup. Um, yeah, but you could just say about us, oh, we, 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 we lost to lost to Wigan and beat, beat Pompey. That's it, really, for us. And, but I suppose we, next week or so, we'll find out where we are. Uh, on the flip side of the t- t- side I've just mentioned from Tamco- Tam uh, Hancock. Um, where were we? No, I've lost, I've lost, I lost where I we were. Ignore that. Um, <laughs> what changes are you making, Danny, for, for Tuesday? We think Icky's going to be out, so let's assume that is going to be the case. Uh, and Victor's, from what Warren said, it's probably a 50-50 shot for Victor, whether he plays or not. So bearing in mind that, what what changes, if any, you make it other than the obvious. Uh,
1: I don't think it's a massive issue uh, having Victor rested for a game just to make sure he's all right, because we've got Vickers, and Vickers is just equal to Victor, really, in terms of quality at this level. Mm. <clears throat> um, so that's not a massive hiccup. Same with Icky. We can play Harding there, Matic can come in. So again, it's not a massive issue. Uh, but I would keep Harding on that left centre back side because of how well he played against Pompey, Um, then possibly bring Chio in and start him instead of having him on the bench, just so we get that pace early on and we can upset Mm. the system, because like you say, if they score early and they win, we need to stop them scoring early and try and score early ourselves and effectively shell shock Mm. them a little bit. so I can do all that, and then other than that, I'd say if players need a rest, then maybe, maybe Smudge bring Freddie into it. Um, but other than that, I wouldn't change massive a massive amount. Like obviously, players that you want to play the majority of the game on Saturday, you'd you'd leave them on the pitch for less time or have them on the bench to start. But other, other than that, I think same way, just with obvious changes, really. Hmm
3: yeah yeah. make any thoughts on the changes
1: yeah i, I think we've got to be bear in mind
0: we gonna be mindful of the fact that they're going to have the big lad Dakin spend up front so you're gonna need some experience yeah. in that back four in that back line some experience and some strength um so so yeah i think um like like danny said there we've got plenty of strength in depth there to uh, to cover it well, it, whichever way Warner decides to uh, decides to go with that back uh, back five back three whatever. But I think Chio mm-hmm. has to start definitely because um, yeah. that his pace is going to cause them a lot of
3: problems. Yeah, <laughs> it'll take about half an hour for Chio to run round the beast. <laughs> um, John C reckons John C reckons four 0 to the Millers. Um, are we underselling? Are we underselling Rotherham United, Danny? We did this in the pre pre match for Portsmouth. Are we just being a little bit? Are we are we underselling us? I don't know.
1: I think, I think because we've had the experience of knowing how good we are, but not performing to our best, we sort of mm. underplay it a little bit. So we're not probably because we're not overly caught out when it comes back round again. Um, but I think I can see where John's when John's coming from about battering Wickham four nil because. I still don't think we've reached that point where we have seriously battered a team. Like We, yeah. we had the 10-minute spell against Portsmouth, but it wasn't a rounded battering, if you like. Yeah. So there is still one team that's going to get absolutely pasted. And mm. you could argue it was Portsmouth, because we've just won 4-1 in the Cup and in the league in consecutive games, either side of an international break. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I think because Wickham have a very set game plan, which is a difficult game plan to break down, I think it'll be maybe two. If we apply ourselves correctly, it could be two. But if we get caught out and we can score early, then I don't know what's going to happen. They might just sit on it like they do normally. Oh, yeah, there's well, no North doubt Scots they will. Is... Yeah. There's, there's no doubt
0: if yeah. they get that early goal, then we're going to have to change our game plan accordingly. Mm. Because like we said earlier on, that ball will not be in, in play. Or we'll be in play as little as they possibly can to uh, to frustrate us. So, so yeah, if they get the early goal, it might be uh, might be a different matter. But yeah, sorry for interrupting.
3: No, no it's just Carl Scott, Carl Scott agrees with you. Reading he says <laughs> reading on the Wicking game against Donny the weekend, they wasted time over and over again. That's that's them. We yeah, remember the get home game against them last season and the season before when they when obviously the season they ended up getting promoted. Both games they got early goals and sat in and killed the game. And if that's how you want to play, that's fantastic. It's, it's successful for him. It's just frustrating as an opposition fan. uh, we can fans. Wickham fans clearly enjoy it, cause, but that's how they want to play. Fair play to him.
0: As supporters, we can have an influence on that because we know that that's going to happen from, from the first five minutes. So we need to be on the referee's case from the first five minutes. About any sort of time wasting, and really, I mean, it, it, it's only a little bit of help, but it, you know what I mean? Let's, uh, let's see if we can start to influence the referee because another. Other teams and other clubs seem
3: to be able to do it. Well, that brings me quite nicely on my next topic, Mick. Um the referee nice for Tuesday hand... night. <laughs> <Yeah. welcome. laughs> um the referee for the next game is scheduled again, this may change because of this announced last week. The referee is scheduled with Bobby Madley, uh, former Premier League referee, um and famous for other things, unfortunately for him. Uh is will be reffing us for the first time since twenty thirteen. He last refereed us against MK Dons, Although I think he might have done a friendly. Um, I seem to remember him being at New York at yeah. some it point. But, did. He did. Um, he did
2: a friendly
0: beginning of the season.
3: Yeah. Uh, he's an experienced referee. Actually, is he, previous, before his break for English football, he was a regular Premier League referee. Um, so you would hope that he has that knowledge and that, that know how to stop teams doing that. You stop stop disrupting the game. We'll wait and see. I don't I don't put much money on that, to be honest with you. Um, we've gone massively long, so let's just. Put some predictions in, pointless predictions in again, because we'll obviously get them wrong, and then we will leave. Uh, Mick, uh, as you're on your way home, you can give us your prediction first.
0: Um, I think we'll win 2 1. I think they will score first, uh, but I think we'll break them down and frustrate them. Uh, Sorry, we'll break them down and and, grab a
1: win out of it.
3: Okay, fair enough. Danny?
1: I agree with Mick. I think. If we can do score first, we have the um, the persistence, if you like, to break through teams in the second half. Um, so if so if we can do score first, we'll probably win two one. But if we stop them scoring first, it could be two or three no to us. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna stick with Mick. I'm gonna say two one.
3: All right, style. So I'm gonna go two nil. I've got confidence in this in this defence at the minute. I'm, I'm I'm positive. Other than that one mistake, we didn't like conceding. Um, could say it wasn't
1: the defence's mistake, it was midfield.
3: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh John S thinks 3 1. Harvey Kovic thinks 3 0. Nice to see some positivity. Uh let's hope the positivity continues, not just on Tuesday, but over the next two or three weeks. Uh towards the end of the month. Because like I said, Paul wants to pre-match to Portsmouth. By the end of the month we'll have a really good idea of where we are as a team. And I think that's a fair, 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 fair assessment. Um, so we're going to finish there, thank you all for watching if you're on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, we're coming to one for 350 subscribers on, on YouTube so if you are watching YouTube, make sure you've subscribed if you're not watching YouTube, go over to YouTube and subscribe um, because on, I haven't told Mick this so this will be a for Mick, the Kirk Grover interview will be out on Thursday morning so keep an eye out for that we're, we're going to put that on Thursday morning for everybody to listen to, once we've done a little bit of editing from little parts, like I said there's some really good stuff in there, some really interesting stuff from his time at the club, you will want to listen to that. If you're a Roddenham fan, you will definitely want to listen to it. Um, and that's not me underselling this one. Overselling this one, sorry. Um
0: just as well I've edited it then, isn't it? Already.
3: Oh, uh, there you go, it's ready to go. So I just need to do my <laughs> partner, edit the audio, and we're ready to go, keep an eye on the socials for that. And I said, subscribe to iTunes. If you're on iTunes, subscribe to there because you'll get it automatically or Spotify. Same with YouTube, subscribe because you'll get it automatically, as and when it's ready. Uh, And I said, we'll be back for the next episode on Thursday night, which last Friday morning for the audio, where we'll be looking back at Wickham, looking ahead to MK Don's. Uh, And I think I've took everything off the list that we need to talk about. So, Danny, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you with me for the full episode, not like these (laughs) part-timers.
1: Yeah, no no worries, always a pleasure.
3: And Mick, uh, thank you for letting us be with you on part of your journey home from Tottenham Hotspur Stadium.
0: No, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. I enjoyed my KFC as well, so uh,
3: so thanks for that. I suppose that's the most important part for you, isn't it?
0: Hundred <laughs> percent.
3: Thank <laughs> you for watching. generic chicken sandwich. Yeah, just chicken. Yeah, <laughs> just chicken with chicken two pieces <laughs> of bread. Yeah. Um, we'll see you all on. Well, we'll see you all very very soon. Thank you for watching. See you soon.